0: Are, are you ready what's going, on? what's going on
1: um yeah this is just a real quick tag at the top as we like to call it and um we're here to remind you to check out our home where our good friends live and die and everything in between at allthingscomedy.com um, it is a great place to really get everything you need um, in the world of comedy, hence the name, All Things Comedy. There are great podcasts. Um, if you haven't checked out uh, The Champs with uh, Moshe Kasher and uh, Neil Brennan, And DJ Doug Pound. I know they had Chris Rock on last week. I haven't listened to that. I'm definitely going to download that. I'm a huge Chris Rock fan. I've
2: heard of Chris Um, Rock.
1: Our friend Tom Rhodes has a podcast you can find there. Um, There's also the Naughty Show and the Harlan Highway. Uh, A lot of great podcasts. So make sure you check them out. Also, it keeps you up on news, and um, you know you can. It's it's a central, it's home base, right? Right, headquarters.
2: All things. Comedy.
1: So be sure to check that out. And we also want to pl- plug our good friend.
2: Yes. You Ian, may remember him. Ian Bagg. Was, he's been on the show twice Yes, now. Good a friend of ours. Good friend
1: of ours. Ex- extremely funny human being. Um, one of the best comedians I've ever had the pleasure of working with and watching. He's just... It really is an incredible talent. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you've never seen this guy, he is out of this world talented. And he has...
2: Yeah, he has um, a Showtime special premiering this Saturday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. So what is the date this Saturday, Jeans? If we look it up, just so we get this right for people. Today is the 2nd.
1: All right, good call. Good, yeah. Good right? thinking. Anyways. The 6th. Uh,
2: the Saturday, April 6th, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it is called Ian Bag Getting to Fucking Know You. Oh, man. Isn't that perfect for Ian? Or it's why?
1: absolutely fantastic. It is... Um, it's it's well worth setting the record on the DVR for. So
2: because I will say that Ian is one of those comics who he does like clubs around the world. Yeah, he's one of those guys that is like the funniest club act. And if you don't know about him yet, check him out because he's so fucking funny.
1: It's 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 out of control. You've n- you've never seen anything like it. I know it sounds crazy. Yeah, but that's how. Trust just trust us. Set your DVR oh, for Ian's yeah, special on Showtime this Saturday okay. it's called Getting the Fucking Know You and what time does it air 11 p.m. 11 p.m. Eastern on Showtime standard
2: eastern standard time on Showtime
1: All right that's all that's all enjoy the show love you bye Meow.
2: my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get wow New customers on first three month plan only. Speeds slower above forty gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I like this music you find every week. You do? This is is this from your personal back catalog?
1: This is um This is basically how I used to get down.
2: You're so loud. That's Am too, I? Your voice is too loud in my headphones, but my voice—no, my voice is good enough. But my voice is too loud. It's way loud. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm going How about that. Death. Is that better?
2: No, it's still loud.
1: How about now? Talk more. Um, I'm just talking at my regular speaking voice.
2: Yeah, that'll be all right. You all
1: right. I don't hear you. You don't hear me. I do. <laughs> I hear you.
2: <laughs> you hope, I hope so.
1: I hear you, dog.
2: I hear your dog jeans. They're so tight. Tell us what's up. Oh, are we recording now? Yeah. Hi, mommies. Uh, I'm going to be at the Denver Improv April 11th through 14th. Come see me. Or April 17th through 20th, Crackers Comedy Club in Indianapolis. Downtown, that is. And then I'll be at the Moon Tower Festival um, in Austin, Texas, April 24th through 27th.
1: I that's some that's real G-shit right there. That's as
2: far as I'm going to go, right? Yeah, that's some real G-shit, man. Day, yeah. You that know what I'm saying? some G-shit. I'm excited. Austin's cool. I really I really like Austin.
1: Austin's a great town. Um, I'm going back.
2: Okay. Oh, when okay. are you going?
1: i going to put this on my Bad
2: dates.
1: So check it out. This week, um, I will be in Cincinnati, my hometown. At go Bananas. Please come check me out if you're in the Nasty Natty. I will be there. Um, then April 11 through 13, Vancouver at the Comedy Mix. Great club. Uh, then a big surprise new announcement. We're doing um, a fundraiser for mm-hmm. little Theo <laughs> Huxtable. April 16th, which is also my birthday.
2: Get out. Happy birthday. So
1: it's going to be a birthday party slash show slash fundraiser for Theo. Mm-hmm. And it's at Flapper's in Burbank, and we have the link up for tickets. Everything goes to the Theo Fund. Here's the lineup. It's pretty ridiculous. Christina and I, of course. Ari Shafir, Joseph Mad Flavor Diaz, okay. Bert the Machine Kreischer, um, Mary Lynn Rice, Marilyn Cub. Rice Cub, Brian Hainer, the yeah. guitar guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, am I forgetting somebody? I feel like that's a I lot think, of show. I think
2: that's all the show you'll ever need.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fucking bananas. So... If you can, if you may, please um, come celebrate with us. We'll have a good time. And, Celebrating
2: um, the life of Mr. Theo Huxville, yeah. who made it and who's here at our feet today with yeah. us. And um, thank you guys for your continued sponsorship of yeah. this talk. We're almost Absolutely. there. It's pretty awesome. uh, one last push, hopefully.
1: This is it. <laughs> so, um, but that's a cool way to do it. And you know, if you're there, you're going to be there for a special night. So please come out to that show. Um, Back to some other dates that I have coming up. Uh, The 18th through 21st, San Jose, Uh, the improv there. Then the 24th through 28th, Orlando, the improv there. Then I'm really excited about going to Toronto, May 2nd through the 4th. I'm doing the Underground Comedy Club in Toronto. And right after that, I'm going to Austin, to Cap City on May 8th. That was just um, added a little while ago. And then, of course, we go to Portland and Seattle, and we hope you guys... Will come and see us there if you're in the area. What are
2: the dates for Portland and Seattle? May
1: okay. 17th and May 18th. 18th. You okay. can get tickets at yourmomshousepodcast.com. You can also get them at TomSegura.com. There's links there. Please get your tickets. And, Portland and don't sleep.
2: ChristinaCommy.com. Let's not be selfish, Tom.
1: Oh. It's not
2: always about you and your website. Oh me.
1: Gotcha. Well, at Tom Segura. At Tom Segura. Oh, follow so me. At Tommy. Segura at time Segura. What Twitter, about my Twitter, Twitter, Twitter handle? I will play at Christina. Yay! Here is Christina's Twitter handle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Is so that phonetic? Sure is that a phonetically you
1: spelled follow one? her there?
0: <laughs> so uh,
2: You know, just because you control the soundboard,
1: yeah, I know. Kind of unfair. Totally unfair. No, but to be fair. um, Christina's Twitter handle. All
2: you need to do is do this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's Christina's Twitter handle.
2: Thanks, Tom.
1: It's at Christina
2: P. P. God.
1: And Christina is spelled K.
2: I hate you. T- what is it? Stop. <laughs> Communist. It's a C H. Oh
1: yeah 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 yeah. I didn't. I just figured this out. <sighs> it's C H R I S T I N A. The letter P, as in I have to P everywhere.
2: And your Twitter handle is at P O O P. That's poop.
1: F A C E face. That's not cool. Face. Base, that's diabetes it's not cool <laughs> <laughs> all right um grow up tom let's grow up i'm so excited about this show um we
2: got a lot of shit to catch up we on. we got a
1: lot of shit to catch up we've on. been
2: in a fog the last month i feel like we're finally coming out we are of this and and it's back to life there's
1: a lot of there's a lot of stuff to go over um okay you ready to start the show yeah. you ready to do this or what
3: born ready
1: Ooh, snap
3: <laughs> try to slush my open <laughs> Consistently testing that midsection of Manus. <laughs> Manus getting beaten on. the back of the head. Could be in trouble here, Manus. But Manus is relaxed here, Pat. Still right in the back of Manus. Good defense here from Manus. Manus flattened out. Manus flat on the canvas. We are ready to rock and roll. Second round of action. There is a cut on Manus. Manus needs to pounce here. They shoots it early. Manus um. defends it is in a bit of pain here. You watch one, I'll watch the other, Michael. I'll watch Manus. <laughs> <laughs> Manus taking a farm escape, and the ringside physician has just popped in there to look at Manus. Maynus trying to <laughs> work the clinch. You the referee saying, stay busy, Danny stop the arm anus. Manus anus. could be in trouble. Maynus just stuck here. When he pops the head out. Manas all bloodied up here. Well, Manas is bleeding all over Shad. Manas just bleeding all over Shad. They pull him go to work on me. Cut. I'm Manas.
0: Who is Randy?
3: Don't bring anyone mother to this. It's your mother's
0: dead. Well, welcome, welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Tom- and Christina Pajitza. Welcome to your mom's house.
1: <laughs> How great is that?
2: You know what I think I heard? What? Alviter's Manus. <laughs> and I think I heard Manus is bleeding over Chavez. Uh, over Chavez,
1: Chavez, the other fighter. The
2: Jewish holiday. Oh, Chavez! Say that.
1: Oh yeah, Manus is bleeding all over Chavez. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow! How much fun was that? That
1: show? is so fucking great. Now, for those of you that don't know, we know we have a good bit of um, <laughs> listeners, um, followers who mm-hmm. follow MMA as well. That was the great, the voice, Michael Chevello. Um, calling a fight about a week and a half ago, uh, in Denver. And, um, one of the fighters, um, has the unfortunate, um, reality of having the last name, um, <laughs> Minus.
2: Unfortunate. I would say that's a blessing in the skies.
1: <laughs> the, the, um. That's called a gift. It is quite the gift, isn't it? Um. So Danny Manus, <laughs> <laughs> Especially, but the best part is that with his with his Aussie accent, it's uh, yeah. the M-A-I instead of Manus right. sounds like moi. So it's minus, <laughs> minus, minus. <laughs> and uh, Travello, this thing has taken off. I don't know if you knew. <laughs> I didn't really know, but it has really exploded. Um, like all over his minus like his minus, like <laughs> and
3: um, <laughs> minus is yet. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: uh, what I did today when I first saw this, I saw it yesterday. I was like, "Man, this is hilarious!" I didn't know exactly to what degree it had uh, exploded, but I know Michael Chavello. Um, from Australia. The first time I went there, I went there with Rogan. Then I went back for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and I saw him again, him and his now wife. Lovely, lovely people. Sweet couple. Um, So I called him and I talked to him about what has happened in the (laughs) last week since this video went viral
2: he's he's the ain't nobody got time for that girl right?
1: ain't now. nobody got time for he's kabooyah kabooya. <laughs> Yeah,
2: this is this is his week
1: it's pretty awesome so here's uh my call with uh mike earlier
2: your sex life is important but your schedule is busy you don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction through hymns now you can get treated for ed without stepping foot outside your door The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hims.com/ymh. That's h-i-m-s.com/ymh for your personalized ED treatment options. Hims.com/ymh. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare. Provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan
1: buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around they get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it the only tricky part figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase source it Hello. Hey, Mike. Yes. Hey, it's Tom Segura. Hey, Tom, how are you, mate? Oh, fantastic! How are you, man? Good, man. Good. How you been? <laughs> I've been great, man. I've been uh, I've been great. Um, I've got to tell you, man. I was not expecting to see this video of you. Um... <laughs> saying manus and i laughed so fucking hard at that it absolutely made my day <laughs> and especially dude, I, it's, been the, it's been the funniest thing over the last week man i can't believe how nuts it went dude it's it's to the point where the the video i mean you know especially the outtakes it, i felt like it was a sketch i'm like did they do this on purpose take me tell me about your your past week please well, we did the uh, live show
4: from, from Denver, Colorado and uh, you know, it was live on Access TV and then what happened was Saturday night uh, I got home from Denver and uh, a fan had uploaded a video on YouTube of these uh, clips of his favorite parts of the of the fight of the commentary And it popped up my Google alert, so I had a look at it, and my wife and I got a a bit of a laugh out of it. And uh, then we wake up the next morning, and the thing's got like 100,000 views. (laughs) And then, you know, the next day, it's got like 200,000 views. And then that night, it pops up on the the late-night show with Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Fallon's on there making gags about it and laughing about it and his audience is laughing about it. And (laughs) as as the days went on, it's like 300,000 views, 400,000 views. I just kept going up 500,000 views. Then I started to get these radio requests from radio stations in Miami, and Houston, in Ontario, Canada, in San Francisco, in Iowa – Uh, a radio interview with the biggest radio station back home in Australia, Um, the newspaper articles, you know, the New York Post put something on their website, the Daily Mirror in the UK put something on their website. It's just, it's been a nutty week. It's the most attention my commentary's ever had, which is saying something because, you know, Tom, I've commentated the... Commonwealth Games, the Olympic Games, you know, all the big <laughs> sporting events around the world. I've covered two World Cups of soccer, but it's for the pronunciation of <laughs> Betty Maynard that makes me virally famous on the internet.
1: You stop and think about so- that for a second, you know, right. like when you really consider what Michael... Has covered all it's right. really it's really substantial. I mean, right. it's significant. World Cups, right. Olympics, and by far, him saying minus <laughs> is getting notoriety. So around much heat the world. because it's, so
2: it's a it's a seventh grade joke that Americans love. Right. Well, it's the world. So I mean, funny.
1: everybody loves something like that. Right. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's so just great. this is a, something that could play forever. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh man, that is fantastic. And now, a to top it off, off all those shows, now you're on your mom's house podcast. I mean, what's bigger <laughs> than that? Dude, this, this being on here, when you contact me and I'm like, what? Tom Segura's podcast?
4: Are you serious? <laughs> you and I go way back. If your, if your fans that don't know, you and I go way back to your days of traveling with Joe Rogan down under in Australia. Down and, under. And uh, it's good to be on here with you. Brother. Uh, you, you know, the, the, funny, the funny thing about that video, bro, I'm going to tell you is that That fight was not just unique because of Danny Manus' name sounding like my anus, but also because, Tom, and you're a mixed martial arts fan, so you'll get this. Everything that could have happened in a mixed martial arts fight had to happen in that very fight. I mean, there was stuff in that fight that I've never commentated before. For example... Both guys sum each other in the eye at the same time. Mm. I've never seen that before. So, of course, Manus takes a thumb. And then <laughs> Zach <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Chavez begins punching Manus with two fists at a time, double fists. So of course, Manus gets double fisted. I mean, shut you
1: neck, you neck. You never see it. Just had to happen. All in this one fight. It was crazy. It was crazy. And then, and there were so many. I mean, just when you think there's not another place to go for Manus commentary. <laughs> From you, especially with your accent, it goes then to Manus is bleeding, and <laughs> no. Manus is relaxed, <laughs> and it just keeps going and going. I mean, you actually, like, if, if I was writing jokes, and they were like, just how many ways, like, what, what jokes could you write about Manus?" I would have fallen short of what you had naturally. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't have come up with all the stuff you said. Man, the, the, the thing was that
4: we, we met Denny the day before because we interviewed all the fighters the day before to talk about their strategies and their camp, and the name just didn't jump out at me. Then about <laughs> 10 minutes before we went live on air, I turned to my co-commentator, Pat Miletich, former UFC middleweight champion, and I said to him, Pat, how do you pronounce this name? And I, I pointed out, he goes, "Manus." I go, okay. And then I turned to our CEO, of the network, I thought, I okay, the head honcho. Let me see how he pronounces it. I go to him, my mate, yeah. boss. How do you pronounce this name? And he's like Manus, like his anus. I'm like, all right, I'm just checking it out. And then right before we go on air, Pat nudges me and he goes, Hey, Michael, can you imagine if Manus gets cut? That's going to be hilarious. And I'm like, Pat, I know it's a funny name, but I'm just going to play the commentary as straight as I possibly can.
1: Definitely.
4: So the fight starts, and you know, Manus is walking out to the cage. And Pat starts laughing straight away. He's laughing, he's got his finger on the cough button, he's twirling around in his chair. So deliberately for the whole fight, Tom, I turn my back to Pat so I can't look at him, of course. so I don't get the giggles. <laughs> but, the, but the bad thing was, the bad thing was that A, I can hear him vibrating and gyrating behind me in laughter. B, I I've turned my back to him and in front of me is our makeup artist, our stage manager, our floor manager and our sound director. And they're all writhing about laughing, so I couldn't look there. I turned another direction, and the CEO of the network has ripped off his earphones because he's rolling around laughing. <laughs> it's like, everyone, I looked everyone just
1: pissing themselves laughing. Uh, this is the best, man. This is absolutely fit. So everybody was losing their shit, and rightfully so, and couldn't keep it together while you were doing uh, your... And, and one of the first things I think that happened in that fight is that May, like he said, can you imagine if Manus gets cut? And he did get cut pretty early on, right? He got
4: cut early on, and hence he was like bleeding everywhere by the second round, which again, as we said, opens itself up to so many things. Yeah. And again, if people have heard me commentate before in the past, you'll know that I'm pretty graphic when I describe fights. If it had been a guy with the surname Smith, I would have commentated the exact same way. Of course. It just so happened that the guy's name is Manus, and Manus is bleeding, Manus is cut, and Manus <laughs> is blood everywhere, and Manus is getting thumbs, Manus is getting double-fisted, Manus is relaxed, Manus is in trouble, Manus is in the clinch, just... Keep going,
0: man!
1: He just, he just kept going. I'm going to be playing those sound drops on our show for a year. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one. I uh. tell
4: you what, just, uh, just. It's been a funny reaction all week, man, to hear the way that the ESPN radio in Denver did it as their, their WTF moment of the week, and it was hilarious to listen to, and I, I still listen to the video now, and I watch it you know on YouTube, just have a look at how many views it's up to, and I still sit there and, and giggle to myself. I think it's just one of those, those timeless things that, like you said earlier, I think you hit the nail on the head, is that if it had been a comedy sketch, or if I had made a joke about it during the broadcast, I don't think it would have been as funny as the way it was me just playing. It straight and trying to commentate it straight because I think half the humour is in that people are watching and thinking, oh my god, this Aussie commentator is actually commentating this thing straight and not making a joke out of it, and with my accent apparently it makes it even funnier.
1: It's uh, you're a hundred percent right. The fact that you you know you you were a hundred percent professional broadcaster and you just were saying it. As it were, like you said, if you if it had been Smith, you'd have you'd have commented it the same way, and that's what's so hilarious about it is that it's it's spot on. You're not trying to say it in a jokey way, and that's why it's so damn hilarious. It's so funny. Um, and yeah, you know, and the
4: the thing is, I'm I'm really glad that Denny himself took it well. You know, after it came out and it went viral. I thought to myself and I rang Pat and I said, Pat, geez, I hope Danny Maynus doesn't take this the wrong way but I can't help it The dude's got an unfortunate name. That's the name he's born with. You know, it's like, whatever man, he can't yeah. change it. But then he started tweeting about it a few days ago and he was tweeting the link to the Jimmy Fallon show and tweeting all the links to the newspapers and the websites and the radio interviews and you know, it's probably the best thing to happen to this kid's career. He's like, a one-on-one fighter he's had two fights no one knew who the hell he was he was the first fighter on the card you know and now though, time after a week he's probably the most well-known ever made fighter in the world over the last week and if he's got good management he can capitalize on it because what network is not going to put Danny Manus on the air again just to get more gold nuggets out of
1: him oh dude 100% and, if, and look if this guy does not have the sense to make a shirt that says Manus is bleeding <laughs> then he doesn't know what's uh, good for him okay
4: he doesn't know marketing at all. If he, if no. I don't see that in his next fight. If he is not walking up to the ring with, with a shirt that says "minus is bleeding" yeah. and on the back it says Manus is cut" or <laughs> "minus is relaxed," then he doesn't. He doesn't know marketing. You know, I was, uh, I was thinking back. I was thinking back, and you know how I said that everything that could happen did happen in that fight. Yeah. If you watch that video again that that fan put on there, this is another funny thing. Usually, as you know, going to so many UFC fights yourself. Um, when it comes to the end of a round, they use like a, a clapper or they use a bell. Well, it just so happened that in these fights, they used an air horn to signal the end of the round. So, <laughs> mind you, here, here I am saying Manus over and over again. That at the end of the round, they blow an air horn that sounds like a giant fart. I mean, just, <laughs> you turned with this fight. It was one thing after the other.
1: That's fantastic, dude. It was—it's so much fun to. I mean, you know, it, it's so much fun to watch fights, but to have this extra level of it is so great. And to the. Um, the pe- people that don't know Michael, um, you're you're the best, dude. Such a great guy. I'll never forget, ever forget uh, meeting you the first time. Nor the, the next time when I went to Melbourne and, um, and you and Irene were so gracious and took me out and showed me such a good time, took me around. Uh, I'm so happy for all your success, man. And, and I'm, <laughs> I'm thrilled to know that you live in the States now a year later. Um, so the next time I'm in Vegas, if you're not traveling somewhere else, uh, hopefully we can get together then too, man.
4: Brother, I would absolutely love to, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been far too long since I've seen you. You're one of the funniest motherfuckers I know, and I love it. And your stand up, I hope I can see another one, man, because last time when you were performing at the Melbourne uh, International Comedy Festival, you were one of the true highlights. It was awesome, brother. So next time you're in Vegas, let me know. And uh, thank you for having me on the show, man. It's a little dream come true for me to be on Tom Segura's podcast, which <laughs> is super cool.
1: Thanks, brother. You're the best. Please send my love to Irene, and I'll talk to you soon, man. Will do. Thanks, Tom. See you, bro. See you, buddy.
2: So there you wow. have it. The
1: I, great, the voice, Mike Chavalo.
2: That was a that was a your mom's house exclusive.
1: Pretty cool, right? I mean, what a great guy! How can you not? You're in love with the guy immediately, right? He's just such a he's such oh. a fun guy. Um, if you want to hit him up on Twitter, his Twitter handle is Chavalo Voice. is uh, it's spelled S C H I A V E L L O Voice. The voice, Michael Chavello, uh joining us on your mom's house to talk about. Well, you know.
3: There is a cunt on my <laughs>
2: <laughs> It's like that so was much
1: fun. just for our show. It really it really is. Yeah. And that was that's very, uh, you're right, it is very juvenile, right? It's it? so
2: great. And on the other hand, though, I mean, we all got called stuff growing up. Like, because of my last name, Pashitsky, oh, yeah. was huge. And even to this day, when people are like, oh, Pashitsky, like, it's, say it's your name? still yeah. Pashitsky. But can you believe his whole life, that guy was called anus and minus. Yeah, now it's come,
1: it's gonna, it's a whole different level. Yeah, at least he can have fun with it. And like, like Mike pointed out, if he's smart, he can make some money off of it. You know, <laughs> I mean, some of these things are just
3: minus is relaxed here, Pat. <laughs> I
1: mean, minus relax is relaxed, is might be my shirt. Oh, it's so you know? great. man. Yeah.
3: yeah, he should
2: have a cape that he comes out. Do they come out in capes, those fighters? No.
1: Oh, like no. like the
2: old school wrestlers. Or no, whatever?
1: these aren't like WWF guys. What do
2: they do for showmanship? Is there? A there's
1: there's a lot of showmanship. I mean, they they always come out to a song. and okay. They come out with an entourage. How about Usually,
2: fireworks, so their explosions. you don't see a lot
1: of fireworks with them. Um, the the craziest intro I saw to a fight wasn't an MMA fight recently. It was, um, well, I played it for you. I, I didn't play it for you. I played part of it. Um, it was. Um, I mean, let's see. Oh, this guy, uh, Adrian Broner. Connected
3: a lot against DeMarco, I think, which is one of the reasons um, you're as hot as you are right now. What do you feel about this, which is, after all, the follow-up performance to that masterpiece?
5: <laughs> you know, um, same shit, different toilet.
1: Adrian right.
2: Broner. <laughs> right. I remember that. He
1: yeah. went to the ring and he sang, uh, uh, he rapped mm-hmm. um, a song with a rapper and a headphone on, on the way to a fight. Hmm. Usually fighters are pretty focused and, like, you know. In the
2: zone, because they're in to the get zone. The and then something
1: hyped up is one thing, but to actually, I'm going to perform yes. on the, the way to the police. ring, that's pretty crazy. The disease that has impacted the lives well, of so many. It's too late there. Um, but, yeah, Adrian Broner was, and that he's a boxer, though. He's not an MMA guy. And, uh, oh, he also, there was a video of him that came out, the same guy, last week. He was in Miami. And he was in the hotel balcony with his, with his boys. And he had just a, like a stack of $10,000 in hundreds. And he was, like, counting them out and throwing them on the balcony, like, oh, I got all this. And then there were some 20s in there. He's like, ah, oh, man, someone slipped some 20s into my shit. Mm. I don't even fuck. I don't fuck with change or nothing. Right. Like, I right. don't, like if, if, he's, if he buys
0: something
2: <laughs> for $3, <20s. laughs>
1: well, no, if it's $3, he pays with 100 Right. and then you keep the change, because he doesn't fuck with change. But, wow. But anyway, so he took the 20s, and he tore them up and flushed them down the toilet on the Ooh. video.
2: Wow. Pretty brazen,
1: pretty gross. Yeah, um, that's gross. There's no need to do something like that. But um, yeah, he's pretty much the most ridiculous intro I've seen to The Ring in a while.
2: Wow. But and, MMA, you're telling me they don't carry the same flair?
1: No, they they do have flair, <laughs> but it's more like, you know, you know certain personalities. I, I, I feel like most of those guys are pretty, um, you know, they're focused. They each have like their, like some of them will play like, you know, like... Me, you know, Mexican uh, campesino kind of music. What's that? You know, a like, casino. you know, burr, 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 burr. like our filler up. Like filler up kind of, yeah. Like Cain Velasquez might be like, <laughs> <laughs> walk to the ring, some shit like this. And guys come out to hip hop. Mm. Or um, they'll be like a country boy. He'll come out to some country shit. But it's basically pretty standard as a walk. They just walk to the ring. Mm. And then some of them are, you know, more. Head to the ground, just kind of you zoned out. Some of them are a little more like, you know, showy, you know, maybe more high fives, throw a. Throw a shout to the crowd, kind of shit, high five people on the way to the ring. Right. It's, it's pretty standard, though.
2: It sounds to me, it's a little more dignified because these dudes really. This is a real fight. Fuck a, they fuck yeah. each other up so hard yeah. that they're like, "I ain't got time." Anybody got time for that? Ain't nobody got time for uh, that shit, to, man. to clown. They're not clowning as hard no. as say boxers. There's, it's not so
1: much of a bullshit thing
2: because that yeah. shit is real. Okay, that is real.
1: Absolutely, and um, yeah, they don't they don't fuck around. Um, I mean, of course, I'm probably missing out on somebody, and somebody will let us know. What about fucking?
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah. You
1: know, Tony oh, Marches. Up. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know everybody's. What
0: about your mom? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't nobody got time for yeah. that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so I don't know, but for the you know, the short answer is, yeah, you don't see a lot of that shit.
2: That's exciting. I once went to a WWE event with an ex-boyfriend of mine. Oh, I don't boy. know if you've ever been to one. No. Um I went primarily for the hot dogs and for the beer and mm-hmm. for the the crowd cuz it's a real serious crowd. Yeah, and they really put they really are well, I'm just picking my nose. It's not Jesus that big Christ. of a deal. They really put the showmanship into the intros and, like, the storylines behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so zero ridiculous. interest in that
1: shit. Um,
0: the Undertaker!
1: Yeah, and then, so like, the lightning
2: flashes, and then, like, all the Mexican dudes are like, yeah, fucking Undertaker!
1: I have friends that are so into this, like, good friends of mine, and, and I just have zero interest in that shit. <laughs> zero In wrestling?
2: Because it's fake.
1: It's just stupid it's to fake, me. It's fake, it's fake. Uh, well, of course it's fake, but that's, Wait like, a minute, It's fake? <laughs> it's so fake. I know, huh? It's so stupid. It's fucking dumb, man. I know, like, dude. These these god awful, and then like they're all all everything looks the same. And he's like,
5: "You disrespect
1: me, I'm gonna come <laughs> get you."
5: Yes. and it's
1: some stupid fucking character. And yes. it's a guy in tights, and he's just like. You know I'm gonna come after you and your family.
2: Right, and I didn't understand come why they on, man. like why do you why do you hate that guy? Why so is much?
1: anybody over seven into right. this shit? And I have friends <laughs> that are 35 that are like, did right. you see the last fucking WWE right. Throwdown or whatever it's called? I'm like, nah, man. Right, I didn't. It's fucking retarded. That,
2: that beef isn't even real. Of like, course not. Those
1: guys are all best friends.
2: Like we, like comedians. Yes, would they're, never they're exactly like that. Be like, Rogan, I'm coming for you, man. I'm gonna tell yes. these jokes.
1: Yes. This fucking, so weird. I got it. You know what? I gotta get this. This guy on the phone, Um Marty Derosa is a comedian in Chicago. He loves this shit, loves this shit. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta pick his brain about his fascination with this because I just, yeah. I get that the guys, don't get me wrong, the guys are talented. Yeah, they're athletic, they're athletes.
2: It's a skill. It well, definitely they're athletes. is. They're they're absolutely an Athletic athletes. Skill. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean these guys can do. You know, incredible shit. They have incredible amount of steroids in them. They're very strong Steroid. guys, <laughs> but um, I I don't <laughs> I totally, get why it's so
2: and Why people are so you, excited about? Do you it? remember like so like when we were kids though? Like Captain Lou Albano and Cyndi Lauper and um and Andre the Giant and the Rowdy Giant, Roddy Piper. Yes,
1: Rowdy Rowdy Piper. I uh,
2: like that. I liked all Hulk. that era.
1: Hulk and then... Huge Star Hulk. And uh, Snap Into a Slim Jim.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, what was that the fire guy? What was his name? <laughs> Randy Savage? Yes. What? Macho Man. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah dude. But that I again. was
1: also yeah. in second or third grade.
2: Right, which is and the I time like, that you should yeah. be into that. Yeah.
1: And the, and, I, and it was like a fucking like a fake superhero kind right. of thing, right? Or you're like, oh, these guys are awesome.
2: You know what? I never. And then I
1: turned nine.
2: I know it's it's ultimate gayness. What about remember when Captain Lou Albano? He had all those rubber bands in his beards in his beard. Yeah,
1: that yeah. That was
2: like his hook. Was the rubber bands in the
1: beard ridiculous? hooks. Yeah.
2: I remember being like, what? What's that hook? Like, anyone need a rubber band? I got ten of them.
0: It's so crazy. <laughs>
1: so stupid. The uh, I feel like the. The motto for that shit, that WWE shit, <laughs> should absolutely one hundred percent just be do that. <laughs> That's what it's all about. It is just for the dudes looking for dudes. It's so funny. Maybe, stupid.
2: maybe.
0: No, oh well, we God. can't judge. You
2: know, I like dumb. I like shit. judging. I do too. But then on the other hand, I know I know the dumb shit that I like. I really like Duck Dynasty. I know how fake Duck Dynasty is, yeah. and I watch that. That's true. Amish Mafia. Yeah. Totes fake.
1: I'm I guess these it. guys, it just, it just, it just I don't know, it excited them from that age. Here's something yeah. that excites me. <laughs> something that you got me into.
2: Oh, my God. Are we talking about this sure. in public?
1: And, and, and all the wrestling fans, <laughs> you can make fun of me now. I know you guys are upset because I made fun of your Ugh. wrestling. Well, guess what I love more than anything on earth right now. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's pretty bad. I'm always, I'm always, by the way, just like this before we say it. And I think I enjoy it more this way, is okay. that I'm always... A year or two behind, at the height behind, of something's behind the curb. The kind, not just behind that curb, <laughs> the side curb. <laughs> but I don't get into the shows mm-hmm. at the height of their popularity.
2: Right. Like,
1: I'm always, and, I, and then I get the season and I watch. I it and agree. I'm, happy. I'm the
2: same way. I, like I, I haven't even started Homeland. However, yeah. I feel like once you and I dip into that, we're going to be like, why didn't we yeah. watch Homeland?
1: But I can't believe. I cannot believe. And and I've expressed to you how good it is. You would just turn over and go to sleep when I put on the wire.
2: Oh, yeah. It's
1: so good. It's the best show I've ever seen.
2: I think, I don't I think because I got into it second or third season deep and I didn't know all the backstory. So it was hard for me to get into the characters. Okay, here's the backstory there's
1: a lot of drugs and the blacks are there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Got it? Okay. All right. I'm sorry. And the cops
1: are out to get them. Ready? Drugs, drugs,
2: drugs, drugs.
1: Drugs, drugs, guns, black yelling. Here we go. A Action. Of,
2: a lot of black yelling, a lot of benches, a lot of cool nicknames. There's
1: oh my god. A lot of
2: pookies and dookies and fookies. There's all
1: kinds of shit going on there, man.
2: Hey, yo. Here
1: you go. <laughs> That's from the wire.
2: Oh, oh yeah.
1: That is from the wire.
2: Well, are you gonna tell the people what you're interested in? Alright guys.
1: Christina, it's Christina's fault, and I have no shame. No it shame is, in your game. Uh masterpiece. Theater <laughs> proudly presents
2: uh-huh. Downton Abbey. There you go. Lord Crawley, it's oh. time for dinner. But what about my dress? <laughs> Put on your p- tuxedo and come down for Cossum, summer.
5: Carson.
1: How come this all hasn't been poured into the mouth?
2: My favorite. That
1: shit is fantastic.
2: Mr. Bates, Mr. Bates, oh. what are you, Mr. Bates?
1: <sighs> Here's, yeah. okay, so for those of you who don't know, it is. A, this is a British series um, that debuted a few years ago, and then about a year later, it came over to the states. And it is a smash hit in the UK. And it, you know, yeah, for it's the, a BBC for, show, and it was a yes. really
2: big deal because they filmed it. Uh, I'm not sure what the location was, but I remember when they were filming it, it was such a huge deal because it was so expensive yeah. to have this estate and the well, costumes. They,
1: that's a real estate that they film it.
2: Of course, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So they, that's what I fucking said, Tom. So, you know... <sighs> Okay, what? so they filmed it there, and, and and England was like, "Oh my God, you're filming at this historic location, and the costumes are super expensive. Like, it's not a bullshit series, yeah. right? It's not the fucking Wire, where it's a, you know, that's
1: a bullshit series. Uh,
2: I'm saying in terms of costs, like, oh, you got to put a do rag on this guy. It's like it's very expensive.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> I don't think the Wire was cheap to film. Just, but just it was so all you
2: know. do. The costuming was like, oh, he's, he's papuk, uh, more he do rag. Okay, and, all right, silver teeth or whatever. But, Downton Abbey was uh. like. Uh-huh. Full old timey English regalia. Like uh-huh. full, full, full. What do you like best about it?
1: What it, do you like best about the show? Let's talk about this. Well, why don't we tell them what the show is first, fuckface? You haven't even told them what the show is. I can't believe you just called me fuckface. <laughs>
2: <sighs> <sighs> you know what? <laughs> that was so much you, fun. You know what? Ever since we yeah. became parents, yeah. I feel like our relationship has shifted. Really? I mean, all your love goes to Theo. What about me? What about my love? What about my kisses? That's I love true. you, Theo. you Oh, right. People.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right. I haven't thought about that. Huh. <gasps> and this I... is a precursor to all oh, this is what happens. <laughs>
2: when you have kids?
1: Yeah. People always complain about that.
2: Wow. Well, why don't you sweat some more?
1: I'm pretty hot.
2: So Downton Abbey is about the old times in England. Pre World War One, right about the turn where society has changed from getting into World War One, getting into in World War One, and it's all about like this this family, the Crawleys, and they're super super wealthy, and all they do is the women do needlepoint all day, Mm -hmm. and it's all about changing your outfits for lunch. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They have to wear three different outfits. And it's all about the formalities of old-timey English life. And it's on two levels. You've got the butlers and the maids and their life, at, literally in the basement of the home. Mm-hmm. And then the proper home with the lords and the ladies and who's getting married and who's yeah. stayed in the inheritance. And blah, so you blah, blah.
1: basically have, um, there's two classes of people Mm -hmm. living in the same home and existing in the same home and coexisting at times right now to those of you who may have heard of this show and were like yeah i don't really want to watch a maid butler show i'm not really interested here's the thing that i've been thinking about when i was thinking about how much i love the show yeah and it is simply this anything that is done exceptionally well Mm -hmm. and executed exceptionally well in the arts, in any type of performance, is captivating and great to everybody. Yes. So that means if you go, you know, I don't really, um, I'm not really a fan of, I don't know, soccer. And I go, okay, I get it. Um, But just do me a favor. Watch these highlights of uh, Lionel Messi or or Cristiano Ronaldo or Pele. Pele just watch these highlights of them playing there's unless you're completely without any type of heartbeat you're going to be captivated just by that level of skill mm-hmm. they're so talented that for just a moment you're going to be like holy shit i've oh, never yeah. seen anybody do that in the arts it's the same way you can i could say you know hey you want to go to this concert i'm not really interested well it's Aretha Franklin just watch her sing a song right you could be completely not into that you're going to watch her sing a song And it's so fantastic that you're just going to go, wow! Yeah, that's amazing. So
2: well done. Everything so well done from the way it's filmed, the
1: talent, and yeah, the talent, the the writing, the the directing, the the locations, the details of the clothing, all of that. It's it's at such an exceptional level that it's you you watch an episode or two and you're hooked. Hooked. Yeah,
2: I know because I I watch this shit on the road. I think on Netflix, I streamed the first season, and then you got into it, and now we're both at, into it this week. Yeah. Abbey. And you know what I really liked about this show, too, is that it really gives perspective on, how should I say this, on um, serving others. If They don't see it, the servants, I think the word servant even sounds demeaning, but they really take it with a lot of pride, what they do. It's extremely important how yeah. they serve. And, you know, is, is Lord Crawley's suit perfectly pressed? And they take so much pride yeah. in their work that you see that everybody in that society had a function that was really, really respected. And it wasn't just about, like, people treating servants like shit. Right. If you had a lick of sense to you, if you were a classy. truly yeah.
1: classy. I, I can't recommend it enough. I mean, how often do you get... We're in an era right now, I guess, of great television. And everybody has their tolerance. You know, I, I've I've um I've obviously heard tons about like Sons of Anarchy and I
0: haven't what's, even seen that one um, yet. What's
1: the Walk the Walking Dead? I haven't, I haven't seen, that. seen that Um I watched the Little Mad Men and I honestly wasn't like just I know it's supposed to be really good, but I just didn't really get into it. So, there's all these great shows. Uh, Game of Thrones is another one that premiered. The season premiere for the uh, the third season was last night. Uh, Broke all the records for season premieres for HBO. Yeah. Um, I
2: started to watch an episode of that on demand, and it was so like medieval, and I just wasn't in the mood. Like, you know, when you're like, I can't watch people be dirty and cold right Right. now. Maybe maybe next week I'll be into that.
1: Well, I think I would have felt that if I had just come across Downton. Like yeah. uh, like flipping through, I might have been like, I don't mm. want to watch this fucking British bullshit yeah. of these servants. Like I don't care,
0: Lord <laughs> Crawler. Yeah, but the fact
1: that I sat down, you're like, I'm watching this from the and we started watching it,
0: yeah.
1: totally hooked. And I also realized, like five episodes in, I was like, oh. Now I understand the fascination with uh, soap operas. Yeah. Because this is essentially <laughs> right. a really well-written yes. soap opera with the multiple storylines, yeah. betrayal and jealousy and yeah. uh, you know intrigue, affairs. Don't bother and
2: Tommy. He's watching his stories. It's
1: all that. It's, it is all that. So I am totally, <laughs> completely a Downton Daddy.
2: Da- <laughs> <laughs> a Downton Mommy and Daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It is a good show, man. You know those English, they are like that when I lived in England. There's a lot of there is still some of that formality. You don't really wear your heart on your sleeve the way Americans do. Americans are very unique in that yes. we're straight shooters, man. We yeah. tell it like it is. Yeah. Uh Eastern Europeans can be that way too, but yeah. you know, that is uh not English. So, you know, you that.
1: this is still English now. Obviously it's it's um more so in the era of the of the show, but when you on the show when you watch like and they'll be like, I won't, I guess I'll see you when I get back from London in wh- however long they're like, bye. <laughs>
2: right, right, Like, like right. there's no hugs. No hugging. No,
1: no kiss. Fuck hugging no, no, or no. like
2: mouth kissing? Yeah, no. It's huge impropriety. Um, I don't want to blow anything, but uh, Lord Crawley may have placed an inappropriate kiss on somebody.
1: Oh God, why are you telling them?
2: And Tommy and I had a moment where we turned to each other like, what? <gasps> A
3: kiss on the mouth.
1: Yeah. I know there's people out there being like, this is bullshit. You listen to me. <laughs> listen to
3: me. Mine is flattened out.
1: Mine is flattened out <laughs> after I sat down to watch mm. this show, and it's that fucking good. Yes. It's so good.
3: I might
2: have feelings for you, Tommy, but I'll be back from the war. and Maybe we can talk Well, them.
1: won't she have something waiting for her when she gets back from the refugees? Perfect impression. That was
2: really good. You try me, fatso. You try me, fat. Oh, we've been saying that one a lot. That was from our last episode. Yeah. With uh, what's his name, Tony?
1: With, with Tony Hinchcliffe. Tony How Hinchcliffe. fucking? If you missed the last episode, we, we right now you're hearing this on a Wednesday, possibly Thursday. We had a bonus last week. Tony Hinchcliffe was here, and he talked to us all about his um, growing up in a mafia family. It's really like one of the most fascinating
0: conversations we've right? ever
1: had. Yeah, absolutely.
2: My favorite is when Tony goes, sometimes when I call my dad, I just mess with him at the end of the conversation. I go, I love you. And, he goes, and then what does uh, the dad yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he just, uh, <laughs> all right, all right, okay. And then he just hangs up. <sighs> he doesn't know what to do. That's so great. You try me, fatso. Try me. Who's... I'll be down there tomorrow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're getting good at it. I like it.
1: Yeah. Do it least, again. You know, uh, fuck
2: me. That's what you do.
1: Tomorrow, I'm going to yeah. come down to the bank and uh, tomorrow, if you yeah. don't have my money, I'm going to split your fucking head open.
2: Because <laughs> I don't give a shit. Cause I don't give a saying? fuck. I don't give I don't a, give a fuck.
1: fuck about jail cause I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> That's my business. <laughs>
2: That's my. You yeah. could try me, fat so yeah god it's so fatso. never mind
1: sam this is personal <laughs> he says sam he's like never mind sam this is personal i'll be down here tomorrow you try me fatso
0: Ah, uh, fatso makes me laugh so hard
1: fatso it's such a yeah. throwback yes that's a fifth grade one right that's a
2: fifth grade insult uh that's really effective that's really effective i'm trying to think of another Cuts good deep. one it does cut deep yeah. and it's silly it's not it's not too mean yeah Especially, you know, it's another good comeback, fifth grade style. If someone's fucking with you, you just yeah. go so. Yeah. And like, what you what can you say to so? So
1: is a good one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You're welcome. Use that. In it's work. great
1: when you have a limited vocabulary to, risk, re- you know what I mean? Like, like me. If you don't want to? No, if you want to say <laughs> something, like somebody gets you, you're like so. So. And it's like I don't have to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I just said so.
2: I know, man. It's a perfect comeback. So, uh, so, so. speaking of, we figured we should give you guys an update, a yeah, Theo yeah, update. Yeah. Uh, the little dude's doing way better. Took a few squirrely dumps today, but I think that might be on account of us feeding him pills and uh, hot dog meat. Maybe a little bit too much. Maybe too much on the treats because we've been spoiling him we to, got to a, gain weight.
1: Yeah, you got, not only that, but you got to, you got to hide those pills. They're huge. You not eat the pills.
2: This dog is on a cocktail yeah. He's like a fucking. I don't know. I was gonna say something terrible, but I won't. Okay,
1: skip it. <laughs> um, but we gotta. We've expressed it before, but we have to continue to express our gratitude to you, our listener, who came through yeah, and yeah. Um, really helped support um, this amazing little doggy by. Um, Ordering extra stuff from uh, our store and donating, and it just it really uh, blew us away. Overwhelmed.
2: Overwhelmed. I would say that uh, it's been a really crazy experience adopting this dog, going through the sickness part with this dog, and now the outpouring of, of emails and support from you guys. It's been crazy. It's so beautiful, and it really kind of restores my faith in humanity because just when you think human beings suck so bad, you guys do something really nice like that, and uh, thank you.
1: You try me, fatso. Try me, fatso. It's pretty awesome. And um, yeah, we're continuing it, obviously. Uh, if you're local, if you're LA area, April 16th, it's my very special birthday. Pet's and we're going to do a fundraiser show to try to come up with the rest of what we need for Theo. And um, I hope you guys, if you're around, please come to that show. It'll be so much fun.
2: I saw
5: like,
2: okay, how old are you going to be now?
1: I'm going to be 34. <laughs> yeah. It's kid stuff. Well, how old are you going to be? I'm 47 years young. You are not 47.
2: Uh, I'm going to be 37 this year. Can you believe that? Wow.
1: Can you
2: believe that, dude? We've been together this long. I'm almost going to be 40, bro. I
1: know, bro. It's fucking depressing. The thing I always take comfort in is that when you turn 40, mm-hmm. um, I will be 37, right? Is that right? Yeah. No, but just hear me out.
2: It still makes me angry that you're three years younger than me. I don't like it.
1: Right, but here's the cool part. Yeah. When I'm 38, you'll turn 41. Mm-hmm. When I'm 39, i am mm-hmm. you'll be 42. I'm still not there. <laughs> I, get, I get these years... To live in this other decade. No,
2: I get it. And and every time your birthday comes up, it enrages me every single year. I'm like, oh, you're still in your fucking... You're still that young? I hate it. Because mm. you, you don't even know what's up yet. You know what I mean? You're not even
3: 35. Minus is getting beaten
2: on.
1: Minus is getting beaten on.
2: The other day we had a little discrepancy, you and me, about, uh, about dog shit.
1: <sighs> well, here's the... Here, all right. <laughs> Here's what... (laughs) I did get fired up that day. You
2: got a little fired up, dude. Yeah.
1: Well, here's what I was trying to tell you. Yeah. And I think uh, some of our listeners will agree and some of them won't. But what I told you was that I want to get in the habit of picking up dog shit Mm -hmm. because...
2: You could try me, fatso.
1: (laughs) I don't want to be... And here's the important thing here. Yeah. Dog shit yard people. (laughs) I don't want to be a white trash... (laughs)
0: Piece of shit. <laughs> so just right into the mine
1: that has just a yard uh-huh. of shit. Why
0: and not? I told you
1: this, and yeah. you were like, "Well, I mean," and I go, "No, we are not those people. We are not going to be. This yard is just covered in shit. So
2: what? But here's the thing, man. Like, I, you know." Every house I've lived in, we've been dog shit people. Well, like, we're going to change that. I just thought that's what Americans do. No. <laughs> Maybe that's what Hungarians do. My dad, um, we always had dogs. The, the backyard is for the dog to shit in. That's I agree. That's you got a yard. I agree. So you don't I have agree. to pick that shit up.
1: No. Well, here's what you do. You don't have to pick it up at the moment. Uh-huh. But it's like when you go out again and you find some hard turds, mm. you don't have to use your bare hands. You get like a little scooper or you get a bag And you just dispose of some of that so you don't become (laughs) the dog shit people yard. I don't want to be that.
2: Well, newsflash, Tom, because we're renters. Yeah. You know, there's a gardener that
1: comes and he cleans up. I don't know if he does that.
2: What Uh, do you think? He's going to leave the shit there? There's
1: some old turds in that yard right now. There's some pretty old turds.
2: Not from our dog, from the cat, that cat that lives next to All
1: right. But I don't know if he's really on the turd patrol. Of course, he's on the turd patrol. All he's right. got it.
2: Look, we got all those leaves in the front yard. You think he's going to selectively uh, uh, pick out the turds from the leaves?
1: I'll talk to him next week or this week when he's here. I'll talk to him. He like, comes
2: on Wednesday. I'll
1: yeah, say, yeah. "What's the deal, brother? What's the deal with the turds? You take care of that."
2: <laughs> well, don't ask him. Why would you ask?
1: He speaks Spanish. I can t- I can talk to him the same way I spoke to that guy years ago in the restaurant. Me cago. Me cago el <laughs> baño. And he told me.
2: I remember it was the best thing ever. That was one of those moments where I was glad I married you.
1: How often do you have him?
2: Mm. Do I have to answer that right now? Jesus. No, remember that? This is the best story ever. So Tommy and I were eating uh, brunch. This is years ago in Silver Lake. And um, were we, you were like, oh, you, you say it to me. You're like, I got to take a shit. Yeah. And you're like, where's the bathroom? And I'm like, well, ask that guy right there. I don't know. I don't fucking work here, you know? That's right. And uh, you went up to him. And the dare was, we go, why don't you tell that guy? <laughs> tell him, I got to take a shit. shit. Yeah. Where's the bathroom? I dared Tommy me to
0: do it.
1: Yeah. So I walked up to that guy. <laughs> he was a busboy, I think. He was clearing a table. <laughs> and he turned around. and I was standing right there. Oh oye, me cago. Donde yeah. que el baño? and he was like over there he just pointed (laughs) he didn't blink he didn't say he didn't (laughs) nothing i told that guy i got a shit where's the bathroom (laughs) right over there brother no hesitation not a flinch not a flinch
2: that's a real man of course do you think he gets asked that so frequently i
1: think where he's from that's definitely what a guy said he doesn't say pardon me Yes. Do you, Do you know where the powdering room is? The
2: restroom. Guys, the guys around him go,
1: I got a shit, man. <laughs> where the fuck is that bathroom?
2: <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. That was a good moment.
1: It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty well, amazing. Well, look, I'm
2: not offended at being a dog shit person. My dad
1: was a dog shit person. All right.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just, we had a yard and I know that that's... The yard is for the dog to shit
1: What are you, listener Of your mom's house <laughs> Are you a yard filled with shit person Or are you a Hey, every once in a while I'm going to uh, go out there pocket. Scoop some of that up Toss it away Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be in the neighborhood?
2: I'll tell you what I don't have time for mm. Picking up hard dog shit I don't care, <laughs> leave it there It's natural It's natural fertilizer, man I don't give a fuck. Let him shit where he wants He He's a sick dog. This dog survived death's door. He's going to shit where the fuck he wants to shit. You know what I'm saying? Obviously. You know what's so funny, dude? I mm. was just thinking that you and I have been just adoring this dog. I mean, this dog sleeps on the bed with us. Yeah, it's crazy. We we are, we are get angry when he wants to stop cuddling and leaves us. Like yes. Tom gets notably upset. <laughs> like, no, you can't leave me. I'm not done cuddling you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. It's, it's really su- silly. It's
2: so cute. Like we're just doting. And it was never like that in my house growing up with dogs. Was Why
1: it? has it changed? Because I tell you what, it, yeah. it I, my this sounds crazy. My entire outlook <laughs> has changed in the last week or two with this dog about more than just him. Like right. just animals and kindness and affection in general.
2: Yeah, it's changed you. It's softened your heart. Yeah. Totally. Your, your bare heart.
1: Absolutely, I think me too. I look at things differently like people who post pictures of their dogs. I'm like, oh, I, this person loves this thing so much. I used to be like, what a fucking retard. <laughs> like, and now I totally view it differently. I really yeah. do. I do.
2: That's interesting. I, I feel as, as though my heart is softened too. Yeah. I feel like because we're so responsible for him and he's so vulnerable, like it's so scary. I can't even imagine that feeling with a kid. And like that kid can really fuck yeah. up its life, and you're like, "Oh my god, I love you."
1: He's got the the neck cocked to the yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy.
2: Because my dad growing up with dogs, it was totally different.
1: What was it like?
2: <laughs> First of all, we give FIFO like a bath in our sink because he's little. He's like yeah. eight pounds. He yeah. can do that. My dad, we used to have a Cocker Oh, my spaniel. God.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> You're not ready for this, listener.
2: I didn't think it was that weird until I got a dog. And I'm like, I would never do that. So Elvis, we had a little cockapoo. Uh, my dad would be like, I'm going to give the dog a bath. I'm like, oh, okay. So okay, let's yeah. go upstairs. He's like, no, no, no. It's okay. He turns the hose on. <laughs> Freezing cold water. Okay. And I'm not even saying it's the middle of summer. Like, this is an L.A. day, but it's not 100 degrees out Yeah. Hoses the poor dog down in the backyard with just freezing cold water. Babe, this is
1: crazy. I
2: know, but I didn't think so at the time. You know, when you grow up with it, you're like, oh, everybody. wouldn't it run away? No, I, I think so. If my if he ran away, my dad would probably you know hit the dog like, put the fuck? Don't fuck around. Come back here. Like he would yell at the dog. So, no, Elvis. Elvis stood there, and then my dad. Now that I think back, he wouldn't even like blow dry the dog. He would just like tell Elvis off. And then Elvis would have to, like, shake it off and sit in the sun and hope that he got... Warm. Oh,
0: my God.
2: This is the worst. <laughs> I didn't even know that detail. Yeah. Dude, but he hosed him hosed off. Hosed the dog down. and then That's also, cold as like, ice, man. I know, but, but in Eastern... But see, you have to understand, how my dad grew up in Hungary. Yeah, I know. My dad, I always was think like, about that. My dad was like, the dog is to warn you the intruders is coming
1: (laughs) to take your bread and the milk that you only have for the rest of the week.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah. The dog is here, you know, as a, as a warning system. It's not a, it's not like a child. So he let the dog, he made the dog sleep outdoors Uh in the cold. The dog was an outside dog (sighs) for many years until my stepmother came in the picture and was like, you know, you gotta let the dog sleep inside. It's an indoor. It's a small dog. Yeah, and you gotta God, wash the dog was... with hot water. You can't have the dog under a goddamn. <laughs> yeah. And then he. And then the dog he's would just like he's like Borat. Yeah. Oh my. hope, My dad's totally Borat. And then uh, Elvis would drink out of the swimming pool all the time. And and my I'd be like, Do you really think that's healthy for the dog? He's like, Oh, he loves it. Look at him drinking the water. He loves it. It's okay. Like, I
1: don't know, man. Everything is okay in your dad's world, though. Everything. That's the key ingredient to his philosophy <laughs> is like, it's okay. He likes it.
2: He likes Everything's it. Everything's fine. It's fine. And
1: why are you getting worked up about shit?
2: The, That's, come, on, yeah, come on. Come on. Relax, relax.
1: Everybody's having fun.
2: Remember when my dad came over? My dad came over when we first got Theo, like, the second day we had him. <coughs> the dog was yeah. hacking. It was barely alive. My dad looks at him and goes, Ah. I go, should we take it to the vet? He goes, nah, it's okay. It's a couple of days. He's going to be back to normal. A couple of days. I'm like, yeah, but he's not eating. He's listless. Fine, fine. He's fine. Ah, it's okay. (laughs) This dog got pneumonia. Could you imagine if this was my dad's dog? Oh. Dead. Dead in 48 hours. Fucking dead.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable, man.
2: I can't can't remember my dad ever taking me to the doctor. I was trying to think, like, did, did he ever fucking... I think once we went to a... Kaiser, when I was sick, and he just complained about waiting. Like, oh, fuck, so much, so waiting. What the fuck am I waiting for?
1: (laughs) Unreal, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. He really was like, don't worry about this dog. Don't worry.
2: Yeah. But thank God you... See, because the problem, too, is because I grew up with that extreme level of like, ah, shake it off, walk it off, walk it off. I don't know when it's appropriate to go to the doctor. Yeah. Like, I will fucking be bleeding out of my head before I'll actually... You know, I, I like fractured my elbow and I was like, oh, I don't need to.
1: When does he go to cast? the doctor?
2: You know what? You know when the last time my dad was in the hospital? I'll tell you. He uh, you know, he's a, he works with forklifts and he had some weight smash his middle finger in the '90s, and he came home and it was completely black and blue his his finger, and uh, he's it was a Friday I remember, and I go, Dad, you should really go to the ER. He's like, "Oh no, it's going to be fine. It's fine. It's fine." Sure enough, by Saturday, like I convinced him to go. And they were like, "Um, you shouldn't have waited that long. We're going to have to amputate your finger because he had waited." Oh shit. Now, thankfully, he was like, "Fuck this shit. This is fucking bullshit." And he left. And he still has his finger to this day because he really? didn't let them amputate his finger. They took off the nail, but they saved his finger. And so some of that attitude's pretty good, I think. You have to be a little discerning. You can't believe everything these asshole doctors tell you. Because they fucking bullshit you. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's pretty crazy, man. And that's directly in line with... I mean, nothing really surprises me about that, though. With, with our my body. pops? No.
2: Hard knocks pops? Definitely
1: hard knocks all the way, man. Your the family's
2: way. the opposite, though. You guys yeah. are more like, oh, he better he needs to go to the doctor. Oh, definitely.
1: Well, it's different. Actually, it's different. My dad is zero... I mean, you have to be really fucked up where he thinks you have to go to the doctor. Man. He's not really a a go to the doctor guy. For no. I, mean, I can remember like many times being like, ah, "This hurts," and he's like, "Yeah, you're fine," and like turn like <laughs> turn away from you, like, um. Uh-huh. Right. And my mom would be like, "It's cancer," I
2: think it's cancer. <laughs> right.
1: So that's you have the and then you have to try to find a balance in that. You're fine, absolutely fine. Walk it off, yeah, and you have cancer. Right, <laughs> You have cancer because you scratched your hand. <laughs> right. Literally, cancer all right, the time. Right. Cancer, this could be cancer. cancer. Could it be cancer? <laughs> I'm like, no, I think it's a, a mole. Moles are cancer. <sighs>
2: all right, mom. I think, too, some of that is uh, old world doctors not being very good and hungry growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, if you went to the dentist with a toothache, guess what? You're getting that shit pulled and no anesthesia. Like, yeah. you're gonna feel that. So I don't think he trusts anybody with that shit. No.
1: Well, does he go when he gets sick to the doctor? Does he go, like, if he gets a cold or something? No, or? fuck no. What about, like, like a sinus infection or something? <laughs> no way. No.
2: The only time my dad would go to the doctor is if he's, like, peeing blood or, like... <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, he came back from our wedding, remember, and he was very sick. He had a flu and...
1: Really? So the flu he goes?
2: Like I said, unless he's, like... It, the symptoms were so overwhelming that he was like, "I gotta go look at it," but he won't. No, fuck, not man. for a flu. No
1: way. I um, I get medicine all the time.
2: I know it's good though.
1: Well, I've I get. I mean, the last time I got sick was uh right before the holidays, and I went through a round of antibiotics. that didn't work.
2: That's that's what happened to our little doggy. Yeah, that's devastating and scary.
1: Horrible. And I got. I was really remember I canceled. First time I've canceled work in 10 years I in know, stand-up. I Never canceled before.
2: It's so crazy, dude. Yeah,
1: that was bad. Very bad.
2: I know, man. That's yeah. It sucks. Don't get sick, man. I
1: know.
5: I know, man.
2: You know what I've been seeing a lot of? Why? <laughs> I don't know why. I've been driving on the freeways, and I've noticed like, homeless people living by the freeway. Like, yeah. Like setting up.
1: Underpasses and stuff?
2: No, dude. Just out in the open, like on the two- on to, the freeway? Yeah, literally on the, like the shoulder. The shoulder? Yeah, dude, they had like a like a full tent set up, and I saw it. It was like a, like a full homeless village. It was like two or three people
1: in a tent. You can't be on the freeway. That's crazy.
2: On the shoulder? I'm telling you, on like the shoulder in the wilderness, there all the green, and that was it. They were just living there, and I'm like, why? Because I've seen in the Middle East, like people walk on the freeway shoulders. Yeah, but these people set up houses, and I've seen it on uh, the 405 and on the two in the last week. But like, what? And But what's the utility? Like, do you think there's some utility? Like, cops yeah, can't get to I you? I got it. I know
1: what it is. What is Less it? Less competition for your spot. Oh. How about that? Hey, man, that's, you know, a pretty sweet spot you got. No, I'm actually, I'm on the freeway now. Right. Do you want to come right. bank my shit? <laughs> Not really. That's crazy, man.
2: Yeah, it kind of acts as a moat. Right, like the moat did to a castle yeah. full of crocodiles.
1: Those guys, by the way, I don't know how many people you've seen do this, but definitely um, some are going to die soon. Hmm. I mean, cars skid off onto the shoulder all the time. I mean, yeah. they—you see the the medians all smashed up. I just up.
2: saw that on the one hundred and ten. A car flipped. I was coming back from my sister's house. For yeah. sure.
1: I mean, how t- I, I mean, know. haven't you been behind a car that its brake lights come on, so you just swerve off? Sure. If, you, if the tent is there, what do you think is going to happen to the guys in the tent? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, that guy's face is all in my windshield now because...
2: <sighs> but how do you sleep? I mean, the, the noise has to be overwhelming.
1: I kind of yeah. like... Uh, if it's not horns, I bet that's kind of... I like, like that. Like white noise? It's kind of peaceful. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Very peaceful. I like that. I don't know. That's That's nuts, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually sad. Yeah, well, I mean, you go, God, how desperate are you? Where you're like, you know, I'm just going to set, I have no place to go. I'm going to set up on the freeway. Right. Where cars sometimes come by at 100 miles an hour. Right. Again,
2: it's got to be the natural uh, barrier to getting fucked with by other homeless people.
1: I think so. Because that
2: is a problem in the homeless community. Yeah is that the uh, they beat on each other, especially female homeless. If you're a woman you're homeless, it's very bad you for you. You get raped. You get raped. Yeah. You get beaten. And they beat up on each other. They take each other's shit. So maybe Ooh. this is a good way.
1: You so take if my spot, man.
2: Right. If you're listening and you're homeless, go to the freeway.
1: And get a spot?
2: And get a spot on the two, particularly, because there's not a lot of traffic on the two.
1: The two is much slower. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know if you really want to, um, you know... Uh, encourage people mm-hmm. to live on the two, mm-hmm. but there there is a lot of room.
2: I'm not encouraging anybody to be homeless, but if you're gonna... And I never understood why the homeless went to San Francisco either, because it's fucking cold there. It's not, it's not warm like it is down here. If I were homeless, I would do like Hawaii. Uh, San Diego is a delightful climate. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles is too. I would do L.A.,
1: SoCal all the way.
2: SoCal. I'm not sure Arizona.
1: Yeah, I could do Arizona, but
2: at night it's a desert, so it's super cold. But it's not winter. It's
1: not like Minneapolis cold. It's just you know, it's a it's a drastic turn. You know, you're talking about you're not living out in the in the desert. You're in the city, right? You're in Phoenix. You're in Scottsdale or whatever yeah. or Tucson. So, yeah, maybe like 40s or something, 30s sometimes. It's still
2: so cold. I mean...
1: Yeah, but then you get the nice warm... And I think that'd be all right. South Florida I would do.
2: South Florida, absolutely. Have you ever spent the night out on the streets before? No. Really?
1: Okay. Spent the night on the streets?
2: Yeah. Like one time in high school, we stood in line for Susie and the Banshees tickets. And we did it all night at the... <laughs> I can't believe my parents let me do this. I was like fifteen years old and we camped out all night and it's fucking cold, dude. It's
1: Did you bring blankets easy. or anything?
2: Of course. We brought everything that we had, and you're still fucking cold. Yeah. It's not a it's not a pleasure, that's
1: for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, here's a great piece of advice from mm-hmm. your mom's house to our listeners. Yeah. Don't live outside.
2: But you look homeless, so I imagine a lot of people ask you, what? where is the best place to live, Tom? And what do you say?
1: On the f- two. <laughs> on the four oh five or on the two. <laughs>
0: Uh, 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 there's uh, <laughs>
5: ice cream with the candle sauce.
0: Yeah, And it's no uh,
5: 15 rocks doesn't make a green bean casserole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right.
1: All right, yeah. jeans. Oh, man. Oh, okay. All okay. right. All right. Um, Yeah, so guess what we're going to try to do again this week, Jeans? So now we we can tell people, at least we're attempting to do this. Okay. We're trying to do two episodes a week. Mm. How do you feel about that as a listener? You guys aren't saying anything. I didn't hear it, yeah. How do you feel about it?
2: Pipe up, guys. I'm excited. I think we should. I feel like it's, we're there. I feel like I want to. I want to. Cause I feel like when we have guests, it's fun, but yeah. like it's not the core of your mom's house. You mm. and I are the core. Yeah. We, our dumb day to day shit is like, that's your mom's house. So right. I want to get back to
1: keeping it real. You know, I like that. You know that. what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Um, what do you think?
1: Um, I've always been a fan of many and multiple shows. Um, it was always a, a, a matter of, can Do we have the, the time to do it? Are we here to do it? Can we make them quality shows? Um, so as long as we have the time and we can put the effort into making them good shows, I'm a huge fan of it. I, I would love to do you know maybe something along the lines of one episode with a guest and one without every week something like that. I
2: like that. You know? Yeah, I like that because that we keep it real. Yeah, we, keep we get 100. to do our show.
1: We get to talk to our people the way we normally talk. Okay. And then we bring in a guest.
2: Okay, I like that. I like that. You know what we didn't do? Mm. Theo's voice. Will you do it? What do you mean? Well, I mean that when we were, the other day we were talking to Theo and you did a voice that sounded exactly like I think he sounds.
1: He's right I mean, here. We can just get him on the oh, mic. Oh, well, why don't we why have you him don't ta- imitate him? He, oh. he can talk.
2: Sorry. Hold on, hold on. Theo. Theo, come here, buddy. Hey, Theo. What's up, man?
5: Hey, What's happening?
2: Oh, did I wake you from your nap, Theo?
5: I was sleeping like a motherfucker now there.
2: <laughs> I noticed you took some runny dumps.
5: Y'all keep giving me hot dogs. <laughs> I, eat, I eat that raw meat. It makes me got the shit.
2: Well, we have to do that, Theo. I don't know if you've noticed, but we've been hiding um, pills.
5: I know that shit. You know? Yeah. I just, I like, I like the meats. I know you, see, you think you tricking me. I don't know anything. No <laughs> I've been around a while. I, I used to smoke.
2: Sounds like you smoked. What'd I, you smoke?
5: I used to smoke Newports. <laughs> <laughs> Three is, packs a day.
2: This is so amazing that
5: you're finally talking. Since I've, I was seven.
2: Oh my God. You smoked since you were seven? Seven years old. I can't believe this. Theo, We've you've been with us since March 8th, and this is like really the first time you've talked. Oh,
5: shit. Yeah.
2: Where did you come from?
5: Down here. <laughs> Down yeah, I'm a downing motherfucker. I, I live with Mexican people, man.
2: Mexican yeah,
5: people. Yeah, man. These have parties and pinatas and shit all the time. Yeah, that's why I grew up. My as my home. But they wasn't like y'all nice white folks. I like you guys.
2: Oh, thank you. What's what? It's, what would you say is the best part?
5: Pets me all the time, cuddle me and shit. <laughs> nice, I like that.
2: You like pets, Theo?
5: Yeah, I mean sometimes you, you get aggressive with it, but I mean <laughs> I like affection.
2: You do. I you like sn- fish. <laughs> and why did they give you up? Why did your family in Downey give up? Too you many a-
5: motherfuckers live in one house. <laughs> it was Mexicans. They already had like eight Mexicans, there. and then they had like nineteen dogs. So they turned some of us in. And I got sick at that motherfucking that motherfucking concentration camp, with daddy. and died. That you, not, my folks, picked me up, saved a nigga life.
2: yeah I mean theo you know when we we met you at the shelter they didn't you they didn't really tell us, nor did you uh that you were really that sick i mean did i don't know were you were you shocked that you ended up in the hospital with pneumonia yeah
5: shit- yeah, especially had that, that, that nice a nice vet lady with the head bun. she gave me medicine, <laughs> and I, I took the medicine y'all made me i spit that shit out, but I ended up taking it yeah. I thought I was a height it was <laughs> Is
2: I, Did you have any girlfriends in the shelter? Do you man, miss anybody? I
5: still got girlfriends. Oh, okay. Look at these nuts. <laughs>
2: I noticed they that. They take
5: my nuts yet, man.
2: I noticed you still have your testicles intact.
5: I'm quite deep in pussy on the regular.
2: I will say that Tom and I noticed that uh, your testicles mm-hmm. for such a small dog are fairly large mm-hmm. and dark.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: you sound like you're proud of that.
5: Yeah, look at this dick too. This ain't no joke. This dick ain't a no joke. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, thank you, Theo. Um, uh, maybe you could come back on the mic some other time.
5: You got it, you got it. Hey, y'all. Thanks for taking care of me. Thanks for saving my life. Thanks for the donations. And the orders and shit. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go eat a snack.
2: All right, Theo. Thank you. Thanks for talking to us, Theo. Peace. Wow. I mean it's wow amazing
5: yeah he's a beautiful Theo dog.
2: The dog you guys
1: beautiful dog man
2: can you believe how smart he is
1: he really is a special boy
3: really there is. is a cunt on my <laughs> nose <enough. laughs>
1: so big shout out big thanks to the voice mike chavello um, uh, thank you all for listening to our show uh, we will be back
2: uh,
1: we will be back uh friday Okay. with another new episode of your mom's house there might be a guest
0: okay
1: i'll leave it at that signing off don't forget to go to your mom's house um check out our store check out our dates I hope you see us at all of our live shows and don't forget april 16th please come if you can to flappers um if you go to facebook.com slash your mom's house podcast you can like our Facebook page. You can comment on their post there. We do too. It's a lot of fun. And you can follow us on Twitter at Christina P. And I am at
2: Poopface, P O O P F A C.
1: I'm at Tom Segura. Uh, Thanks for joining us. And we will be back soon. Goodbye, everybody.